everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And we're continuing on with our series on finalists for the 2021 Youth Innovation Showcase. How's everyone's summer going? The weather's heating up. Are you getting outside more? Are those plans that you bought over the pandemic to keep you company? Are they, are they feeling a little bit neglected? Well, today's guest might be able to help you out. Today, we are speaking with Diana, who, a grade eight student, uh, going to school online and is now here with us. Hey, Diana, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. You created a self-watering plant pot, which is a device that automatically and periodically releases water onto a plant pot, a process regulated with what you call a Lego-made flap controlled by a programmable device. So cool. Tell us a little bit more about this innovation. Yeah, okay. So there is a uh, command brick that you can use to program uh-huh. the innovation. And once the Lego flap, as you mentioned before, opens, the water inside the water bottle will flow out because before when the flap is closed, atmospheric pressure holds it in because yeah. uh, there's this phenomenon in science where um, like when a when the bottle is covered on the top, the airflow is cut off. So there's only an upward airflow for them from the bottom hole of the water bottle. And so that exceeds gravity. And so the water does not drop, which is a really cool trick that I use here to complete my innovation. Well, that's amazing. So, you know, how did you come up with this? I mean, like, did you have a bunch of plants uh, in your house that uh, were getting neglected, you know, like me, you know, I have some plants here that, uh, you know, I overwater, I underwater, like, how did you uh, first come up with this idea? Okay, I have to give you some background on my innovation first. So I actually started this project in grade seven, because science fair was mandatory back then. Uh, And so I wanted to challenge myself by making an innovation instead of an experiment. So I started brainstorming ideas and I came across this issue that is present in everyday life. And I decided to fix it (laughs) with my innovation. And so, yeah. And to answer your question further, the idea of using the atmospheric pressure difference to create my innovation came from a straw experiment, actually. You know, so when you take a straw and you stick it in a container of water and you hold your thumb over the top opening and then you lift it, you see that the water doesn't drop, right? That's so cool. It's almost like magic. And that is uh, how the effect of a difference in atmospheric pressure is demonstrated. And that's where I got my main idea from. <laughs> really? That's so amazing. I used to do that so much uh, when I would go to restaurants. Oh, wow. Can you remember going to restaurants? It's been uh, it's been so long. Uh, hopefully yeah. all of you out there doing restaurants, that'll be like the first thing they're going to do. I'm going to try that little experiment. Uh, it's so fun. Yeah. So that's wonderful how, you, uh, how that idea came to you uh, with that very simple trick that everyone does in cafeterias. You know, so you said that you originally came up with this, you know, because science fair was mandatory, but you wanted to challenge yourself. So is this something that, you know, like innovations, is that something that gets you excited? Like what made you sort of like want to take it one step further? Um, Are you always kind of like tinkering with things like making uh, ideas just a little bit better, solving problems uh, around the house? 
Oh, yes. Um, so the Lego kit that I use to make my innovation, uh, it's called the Lego UV3 kit. And my dad bought it for me when I was in like fifth grade and I became obsessed with it ever since. I just, I love, so at first I loved <laughs> make, um, making the robots that they had instructions for, which were pre-planned and every single piece they had like a manual for where to put it. Um, and until I made like, <laughs> all of them I finished making all of them I decided that I was bored with it and I wanted to make something without instruction just put the pieces together myself and so that became a major part of my innovation the Lego flap is entirely made of Lego pieces so uh, yeah so I was just going to say so if someone buys you a Millennium Falcon uh, Lego kit but you don't make the Millennium Falcon you make something completely new yeah. is that what you're saying <laughs> well at least I would make it first <laughs> but like after i would take it apart and right okay something else. and then you'd be and then you'd create your own better millennium falcon uh that is yes. uh that, that's so cool <laughs> so this innovation started as a science fair you're in grade eight now and you're now part of the youth innovation showcase uh are these types of fairs are these types of uh competitions are they exciting for you is this something that drives you does it help uh create your innovation to get involved in these uh science fairs and youth innovation showcases yes it definitely does um so without the mandatory thing on science fairs i don't really have motivation to spend months of my life just uh, making stuff writing reports you know, registering for all these competitions that allow me to actually put my ideas out there. That's the main influence of science fairs, right? <laughs> but you still have the ideas though. Like you said, like you're tinkering with your Lego kits at, at home. And even though you may be creating something out of Lego, you, you may not be making a self-watering plant, but you are making something, right? So is this something like uh, being involved in innovation showcases and science fairs? Is that something you think you'll continue to do? Um, I will at least try, <laughs> but uh, schoolwork has been piling up like crazy lately. And especially with online school, it's, you don't have direct yeah. contact with the teacher. So you have to figure out a lot of things by yourself. And yeah. I will definitely try. I will definitely take some of my ideas and try to make it into a <laughs> complete project, but I'm, not sure. <laughs> so how's how has online school been going for you? Like what have been some of like the challenges that you found over this past year? Oh, um, so Sides is actually just a website and you don't actually have real time Zoom classes. You just there's assignments on the website and you would just make do it and hand it in and get feedback. And that was a major change from real school because for real school, you go to a classroom and you actually learn, you can ask the teacher questions, there's group projects, discussions, etc. But for online school, there's none of that. And I've just felt like I have to do a lot of learning on my own. So that's pretty difficult. Oh, man, you know, that's I, I really feel for you. Like, is that um, is this something are you looking forward to perhaps going back to in person uh, school again soon? Yes. Definitely, definitely. For the next school year, I am 100% going back. <laughs> have you been able to uh, get involved? Uh, do you have, have you discovered any new hobbies, you know, now that you haven't been able to go to school and you've, you know, just been stuck at home? Have you been found yourself getting involved with other things uh, at home? 
Uh, yes, actually, but sadly, it's not science related. Um, so recently I joined a... <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, uh, recently I joined a club called Toastmasters. I think people would... Toastmasters, someone yeah. Would. And in this club, we do uh, debates, speeches, and you could practice your communication skills and all that sorts of stuff. And I, I really think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, like that's, that's actually is directly related to science because communicating your idea, which you had to do when you did your pitch, you know, going to Toastmasters, I went to Toastmasters for a few classes as well. It helps you practice uh, communicating with your classmates, with your teachers, eventually with profs, you know, oh, it's very related. Uh, I'm glad that you're doing that. Are you enjoying it? Yes, yes, I am. And, you know, okay, here's a funny thing. When I was doing my uh, 45 second pitch for the innovation fair, I the first take was absolutely horrible because I had a script that was so boring. <laughs> and I because I took it directly from my report. And so it just sounded all mechanical and yeah, not a good pitch. And um, I was like, No, I, I have to change this. So I made it into a kind of fun or creative kind of pitch. And uh, I kind of, through that, I kind of discovered that I had maybe a spark of a talent for um, speech making and communication skills. So yeah, that's what kind of drove me to actually join the club because I was considering rejecting the offer. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad I joined though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. So what type of uh, pitches, what type of uh, things have you talked about at Toastmasters? Because I'm sure you have to come up with uh, some topics and uh, and talk about them. Oh, um, so I think what you're talking about is the impromptu speech session where um, the secondary mm -hmm. Toastmaster asks a bunch of questions and you have to answer it in a speech format, not just like a one sentence answer. You have to make a speech right there, you know, introduction, yeah. body, three examples, and then a conclusion. So getting back to uh, getting back to the, the self-watering plant, Diana, is this something like an innovation? Is this something that you think is just going to live with the Youth Innovation Showcase, or is this something that you actually would really like to make, perhaps you know, um, uh, tinker with and improve on in the future? Well, I certainly hope I have the time and materials to better it. Um, there are some improvements that I outlined in my report that I want to make like immediately, which is, it's possible. I've, I have all the steps planned out. I just have to do it. But as for actually marketing my innovation and selling it online, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I, I've had no experience of selling things. So I, I hope so certainly one day, but for now it's gonna, it's gonna stick with the planned improvements and the innovation showcase. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what? Don't uh, don't discount. Um, you know what you can do with this project of yours. You hang on to it, and you've got lots of time. <laughs> As you say, you're only in grade eight. You know you can uh, tinker with it slowly. You don't have to market it right away. You can just keep uh, keep at it and uh, show it to friends and get feedback. And it can be like a, a lifelong passion project. And hopefully that'll spark you know maybe some other ideas. Um, I'm curious. Have you been sparked with any other ideas that maybe, you know, at some point in the future when you have more time, uh, when you're not uh, so busy with school that 
you might like to uh, try to innovate? Oh, uh, well, the plans aren't really solid. And uh, I'm like 90% sure it's not going to work. But so I had this idea. It's also related to plants somehow. So my mom is a big plant person. Uh -huh. And sometimes she has pots like outside and sometimes she brings the plant pots in. And so when they're inside, when she waters it, the water always flows out the bottom and then just kind of spreads along the floor. And sometimes I slip on it and all that. And so, yeah, that's a very <laughs> uh, small issue, but it, it's a very important issue. So I wanted, I actually, okay. <laughs> the first part when I was, when I started, um, doing science fair for grade seven. I was actually going to build on this idea, but then it didn't work. So I had to kind of put it away. But for future, for the future, I hope that I can make some sort of innovation to collect the excess water from the bottom of a plant pot and reuse it somehow so that it doesn't flow everywhere. And that, because that's unsustainable, right? So if yeah. you were to reuse it, it would improve the planet in a very small way. <laughs> absolutely. I don't know why you don't think that this could work. I, I think it could absolutely work. I think that you should, you know, hang on to this idea. Like you say, like you might not be something that you create right away, but just keep brainstorming and uh, tinker with it and just uh, let it uh, percolate in your brain for um, maybe a few years. And uh, at some point, maybe you'll come back to it and you'll, uh, you'll have that light bulb moment. And all of a sudden it'll be your new innovation. I can't wait to uh, oh, yeah. to see what you can let the with. idea grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining us on uh, Let's Innovate. Uh, hopefully, we will be seeing more from you and your uh, growing uh, plant uh, innovations. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Youth Innovation Showcase, you can go to sciencefairs.ca. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, Youth Innovation Showcase, uh, Twitter, Youth Innovation. I'm on there too. Instagram, Michael John Unger. Twitter, Michael J. Unger. Until next time, let's innovate. <laughs>